Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Chuck's Cantina Podcast, where anything and everything is up for discussion. And now, here's your barman, Chuck O'Donnell. Hello again. Uh, welcome back to the Cantina. I'm your barman, Chuck. Um, this week, uh, we actually have a new patron finally joining the bar. Um, our old friend Patrick was going to join this week. He had some stuff come up. No worries. He'll be back. In the very, very near future, um, no doubt about that. But today, uh, welcome to the cantina, if you will, uh, my good buddy Drew. Drew, how's it going? It's going pretty well. How about you? Oh, you know, beautiful Saturday. Can't complain. It's nice weather in the uh, good old Midwest. But uh, how's the uh, how's life in the East Coast? You, you guys will? actually might be a little warmer than we are today. Um, oh. I think it was like a high of 52. And I think it's like 48 right now, and it's a it's a well, chilly we're, we're, 48. We're in the uh, 61, 65 range today, and I actually just came in from uh, making some hot dogs on the grill, so I'm feeling pretty Oof. good about myself. But nothing goes better with a hot dog on the grill than a good old-fashioned uh, beverage. Um, <laughs> uh, this week I'm you know I'm drinking the same as last week. I'm having the uh, Queer AF IPA from El Segundo. But uh, what are you drinking this week? I am drinking a Pendragon Porter. It is uh, handcrafted in Cary, North Carolina. Ooh. Yeah, and I think the brand is called Fortnite, but spelled the proper way. What is the proper way? Oh, with not T-E? Yeah, Yeah, correct. Like the actual time of day? Yeah. (laughs) Is there like dancing people on the can to make fun of Fortnite Uh, crap? It's (laughs) a... It looks uh, actually that there is a king and he is stabbing a dragon. With a sword, yeah, <laughs> that sounds exciting. So, uh, yeah, and so I know just... it's your, I know it's your first time on the show, but uh, you know, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself. Anything exciting? Ooh. Anything on on the uh, on ordinary maybe about you? Unordinary. I mean, I know, I mean, I know you, but I mean, there's a lot of unordinary things about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean... I mean, the most consistent is probably acting without thinking. Ah. Uh. Yeah, that's probably the most consistent. Ah, yes, acting without thinking, <laughs> and yet you're a person who has a uh, you know acting without thinking, but yet you worked in a profession where you um, kind of you punish not punish people, but you mark people down who are acting without <laughs> thinking. <laughs> uh, my my particular industry, yes, you you want to think before you act, not act before you think, but uh, sometimes you got to go against the grain. 
<laughs> well, you have to go against the grain, hopefully not inside the office, but on the outside of the office. <laughs> uh, a little bit of both sometimes, but... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are you speaking from experience? <laughs> uh, perhaps, once or twice. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, that's part of the industry, you know? No, I get you. I mean, I was, your, your industry is a lot more fun than mine. I'll be the first to tell you that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but... Your 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 bosses seem pretty cool. Am I right? Yeah. Oh no, I I <laughs> my boss my bosses are pretty cool. Yeah, I mean I've we don't get too I don't want to get too detailed about yeah. your bosses because this is recording. <laughs> but um, yeah, anything you can say and will be used against you in the court of law. <laughs> yeah, you know anything that you can that you do say on Chuck's Cantina podcast, which you can listen to on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify. Amazon Music, Castbox, Deezer, Podcast, Agric, Pod Chaser, Geo Seven, and actually, as of this week, you gotta listen to it on Google Podcasts. Yeah, they probably could hold this against you in the court of yeah, law if you, know. you really go into detail. But you know, work's work. It's more more about living life. <laughs> well, it's actually um, speaking of life, that's actually what I talked to you a little bit about today. So, I mean, you and I have known each other now for a couple years now. Um, you know, it's. I mean, obviously, I know you through, you know, my relationship and then, mm-hmm. you know, my fiance's, you know, really good friends with our good friend, Joe. I'm sure Joe's listening somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've known you for a couple of years, but I know something and, you know, something you were kind of like, you know, kind of like how, you know, some friends of mine, including my fiance, were like, you know, poking the bear, probably like, hey, start a podcast, start a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you and Joe are both poking me like, hey, get a PC. Stop being a console guy. Yep. It's not worth it. Come to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I um, I did finally join the dark side and did start going into PC gaming thanks to you and our friend Joe. But um, just uh, what like if anything, actually, and it's actually kind of like why I wanted to talk to you about a little bit about it too. So what, in your opinion, like, and don't want to get don't get too you know obviously don't have to get too because like I said this is a canteen like no one's really gonna be like the technical aspect of a PC is no unless you want to go into that which in that case I should oh, pull yeah, you I, more I don't I'm, I don't know but like what's no, like the benefits much. of like that say then you know waiting on Walmart.com all day to try to buy PS5 which is impossible at this point well for me it was I I placed one order I it took a little longer to get obviously because they have to build it. Because mm, you got your custom built, correct? Uh, that Sorry. is correct, yeah. yeah. Custom built. Um, nothing too crazy, just base end use. But as soon as I clicked the uh, the purchase now button, I knew like I'm getting my PC no matter what. Sure, right. it might be a week or two. And for some who have issues when it arrives, maybe a little longer. Hmm. <laughs> um, but that that to me was better than trying to gamble and get a chance at a ps5 or the new xbox series like right you know especially with covid going on like you never know i mean depending on where you're at with covid or you know vaccine or no vaccine Mm. uh, i mean you're still taking taking the chance of either getting it or picking it up and giving it to someone so i mean that alone it's and it's weird because like i mean obviously with everything the pandemic the new Mm -hmm. consoles that came out like obviously they're not in stores yet they're only online but i'm not gonna lie like 
I'm actually, oh, let me be clear. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> Drew knows whenever I say let me be clear, he knows it's not good. I'm uh, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever, like, let me be clear. Again, I'm not happy about the pandemic. It's awful. A lot of people have died in some Actually, not in some retrospects. In a lot of retrospects, this could have the the circumstances and the amount of things that happened could have been avoided. But regardless of that, I kind of miss the old way of like when consoles would come out in stores, seeing the way people would be crazy, the way they react. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I, I obviously you don't want anyone to get you know be physically harmed just to buy mm-hmm. a new PlayStation or new Xbox or new Nintendo system. But I'll never forget like the PlayStation Four and Xbox One release. Obviously, yeah, they were crazy. The things were going to happen. But I'll never forget the PlayStation 3 release where, like, I mean, there's literally videos of, like, fights and, like, just mm-hmm. awfulness. And in my opinion, like, and and again, you know what? It's not, you know, I am a so- mainly a Sony guy when it comes to console Ooh. stuff. No, 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 hold on. They're contr- <laughs> Okay, and I'm not afraid to say it's Sony. Your gaming system controller is ass. I'm not going to I'm not afraid to say that. It's awful. I literally, I mean, I literally feel, it literally makes me feel like Andre the Giant holding a beer can in my hand because how small it is, you know. But I have, I don't have tiny hands. But regardless of that, I just remember that the PlayStation 3 release, and I think it was like the worst console ever. I mean, just in terms of like how much it costs and what you got just wasn't that great. Yeah. But I just remember like reading stories, and a lot of them were untrue. But when you, but like the places that were reporting these stories, like it's not like, you know, uh, Drew Heckelock's random blog dot fart dot com that was actually like respected media outlets. Were, like, I remember like one said, like, a Walmart literally yeah. put like a line of PlayStations like 50 yards away in a parking lot, a bunch of chairs, and they pretty much said, All right, you all run to them. First one to grab them, you don't get it, you get to buy it. Oh, <laughs> and people, yeah, people were getting hurt. I mean, again, I believe that one ended up not being true. But there were some things like that where it's like, hey, come get a PlayStation. Come get a PlayStation. But it's like, you, but, you know, whenever All you hear. Scams. Yeah. But whenever you hear come get a PlayStation, there's not that thing, that, you know, like those like commercials where they have the narrator talk really fast about the, you know, the other terms and conditions. Or is that, you know, Times New Roman font size two at the bottom of a commercial. You know, they don't put like, hey, come get a PlayStation. By the way, you may be physically harmed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once you start talking about like going to the store and, you know waiting for it like it, it did bring back some nostalgia but right at the same time like for me personally even as a kid i was always worried about you know going somewhere and like having that brand new thing and then mm-hmm. some someone seeing him like taking it from me you know in, in any capacity it could be physical violence or just sheer like bribery right. i don't i don't know so that's always been in my mind and but again like that, that nostalgia of just going there knowing as soon as you enter the store you're coming out with your dream or your you know you're leaving with your goal yeah yeah and, <sighs> and that always felt really good and then actually like buying the games mm-hmm. and like holding the game and being excited leaving the store with your brand new game excited to go home and try it i i'll never forget though like Obviously, we are older. I kind of miss the days of, like, when you had to, like, tell your parents, like, hey, mom, hey, dad, so the new Grand Theft Auto just came out, and <laughs> <laughs> I kind of need your help to buy the game. And, like, um, you know, and I understand, like, video or violence in video games, like, 
Some people think they go together. There's studies that prove that they don't. But some people, and, and again, kind of like Drew said about the vaccines, it's your opinion. All opinions are subject to matter. You know what I mean? You're also, you know, they're, you're entitled to your opinion. That's that's the way life is. But I'll never forget one time, and I remember the game too. It was uh, Saints Row 2. <laughs> I was, I think it was 16 when it came out. And my dad. Just on the cusp. Just on the, I you know, it's like, it's like right there, but I can't get it yet. And my dad was with me, and he's like, he's like, hey, you want you want it for your birthday? I'm like, yeah, sure, thanks, dad. So I'll never forget. He goes up to the register, and I'm like, I'm just standing behind him, and it's one thing that's like, hey, you know, are you buying this? You know, are you buying alcohol for this kid? And like, mm. you know, but th- that wasn't the case. No, the guy looks at my dad in the eye, and he goes, um, sir, can I see your ID? <laughs> oh and my, my dad's God. not, my dad's not want to be like, no, yeah, sure, here's my dad. He's like, wait, seriously? And the guy's like, yeah, I need to see your ID to make sure you're 17. What? I mean, you at sixteen, you probably look twenty. I know. I like. I've I've rarely been ID'd. When I turned twenty-one, I was rarely ID'd. Because <laughs> some oh, some people think I'm thirty or in my thirties, which sucks. But but still, so, I never actually had to do that. Like, go go get a um, game bot because I I wasn't seventeen. I mean. I almost had to uh, for MW3. That was actually my very first Xbox game. Um, but I always like just did. I, I guess I just played the T games, or maybe gotcha. I just played MW3 too much and didn't realize I didn't play anything else. But I never had to do that because right. the the last M game I remember buying was GTA, and and I was a senior in high school. Mm. Like, well, because if you think about it, like there's not many. Like I don't want to say triple, like well, I mean essentially triple A or gigantic franchises that are rated because they want their games to be bought more freely by all consumers. But however, I think that's actually drastically changing now because you can literally buy any game you want literally on your own console and just download it. Yeah, which is why companies like GameStop and for a bunch of other reasons too. When it comes to that company, I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. but like companies like that and other places are you know losing money because. You know, it's like, you know, if you're PlayStation or Xbox, it's like, hey, we can literally just have, you know, this consumer buy it directly off us instead of having to split the profit yeah. three ways instead of like, you know, with the, you know, the, shi- the, uh, uh, shipping and, or not, not, not even shipping, yeah, the ship, or that's four, you know, four ways in that spec, but like, you know, the producer, that was mm. the word, the producing company, and then just us. But now, you know, if you buy it in store or online, you got to split it with, you know, yourself, the producing company. The third-party retailer and then the shipping company so yeah because and, i mean i really don't shop in stores anywhere anyway i usually just buy all myself off amazon so oh same here everything's online for me now which right sucks but yeah um and and to that point like it also brought me back to the idea of like why are we still using the, the rating system you know mm. parents don't care anymore they're, they're gonna get the kid whatever game they they want them to get like, exactly they're not gonna care it's m um, and the whole fact that every kid I knew that had a rated M game went to the store with their parent mm. and just asked for them to get it. The parent buys it, the kid gets it. Right. So stores know that this is happening. Like I didn't. Yeah. So why? Why? Keep why? It it, why is it still there? Yeah. Well, and like the thing too is like I know like a lot of um I'm just because like I said I'm just into PC stuff like recently new and like 
I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I don't. Is there like really a rating system for online gaming? Because I really don't see like you know rated T for teen or rated M for mature. Like, I remember like seeing all the like when I was you know a little a little a little wee lad. Sorry, a little lead lad. And um, like I would see like those like you know advertisements for like the ESRB like rate. That's what it's called, the ESRB rating system. And like I'd always see like you know the adult rating, the, the big and, T or the big M. Right, and I remember like there was yeah. always that like adult eighteen plus, and I always be like, "What is that?" I want to, and you would never see that because like no, because mm. no company ever made that because they didn't want to lose money, you know. And like I never really knew anyone. Like I mean, yeah, pretty much anyone I knew that like if they wanted GTA, they would get it. And it's not like oh they're spoiled. It's like no, it's because like, you know, maybe it's like a birthday gift or Christmas gift. But like their parents are like, oh like you know what like, my I'm kids not gonna my kids not gonna literally be like oh let me go steal a car and drive and you know hide behind a dumpster for three minutes yep. and then the cops will stop chasing me so. yeah <sighs> but yeah, uh, I... and on, on pc it's just uh, they, they still have the ratings obviously it's just oh, okay. the the rating box is so small and usually located in like one of the corners so, like you don't even see it before you click download mm -hmm. or purchase you like and unless you catch a glimpse of the, the preview video, which, you know, flashes the rating right away, you're likely not seeing it anyway. So, right. like, why have it for online, you know? Well, especially because if I'm if I'm 10 years old, I can go on to several major gaming platforms now and just, you know, find a game I want for free or pay the price and click download. It doesn't ask if I'm 18 or 17. And, and whenever it does ask at your age, you just... You know, if you're not allowed to have that game, you just add a couple of years on yourself and you're good yeah. to go. Oh, yeah. I, I, was I miss born those in days. 1990, <laughs> as I'm sitting here 10 years old. I'll never forget one time. I'll never forget one time I when I, I, I specifically remember this. I was like really, I was like 13 or 14. And it was like, like one of those like websites, like, hey, in order to view this content to be 18 years or older, it wasn't like a crazy site before yeah. people start thinking, what are you looking at at 13 or 14, Chuck? No, it was just like, hey, to read. I think it was like a like we some know like. What it was. <laughs> no, it was not that true. But like, I I literally remember I did 1936 and it let me in. Yeah. <laughs> the computer doesn't even give a crap about it. No, they don't. But it's just hilarious how it's like you know it's like you know what is your age and it's like oh I'm 19 I'm from 1936 mm -hmm. Junior you know what I mean let me it let me see that picture or that article that has the f bomb like. And if they do question you, your next question is find the three stoplights. <laughs> yes, I'm not a robot. <laughs> no, no, it's find the three stoplights, and then when you click on next, it's like, oh, hey, just because, um, please click on all the buses that are in this picture. Yep. <laughs> oh, wait, there are no pictures? It's all, oh, you still did it wrong. Please do it again. <laughs> that's that's when I hate the most, is when, <laughs> when it's like the second or third one you do, and you're ready to find, you know, the stoplights or the buses really fast and then you start looking and you're like there's none in here and then you reread the question find like it's like oh my god <laughs> again but it's like kind of going off like you know like why is there still like a rate okay like look at like even like programming and television movies today like more and more swear words um nudity and other stuff like they're becoming mm -hmm. more like you know normal like I, I i literally have said like i predict like you know the rule right now is PG-13 movies, they get one F-bomb. That's going to be, like, drastically changed in the next 10 years. Oh, you know, yeah. 
Because, like, literally, you got kids or, you know, you got, like, little seven or eight-year-olds that are getting iPhones or downloading TikToks or watching YouTube videos of, like, you know, just whatever the hell they want. And it's not, I mean, it's not, and it's not that the parents are being bad parenting. It's just there's so much stuff they can view. It's like, how can, how can you, the only way you can literally manage, like, what they watch is just not to give them a kind of phone or any kind of device where they can look at that stuff. I mean, it's not only that, but, like, the human dialect is always changing and evolving. True. You know, this is just part of that. And, you know, also social norms, like it's becoming more socially acceptable to, you know, swear a little more often or, you know, with slightly younger kids than Fuck before. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> especially, like, the generation before mine and yours, like, the ones that are, you know, just after 30 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've met and worked with a lot of them, and, you know, they, they pretty much only reserve fuck for, you know, the adults, quote-unquote. You know, right. they're saying, you know... Like, what is this shit and stuff all the time in front of their kids? And, you know, the, the kids aren't using it, at least to elder figures. Sure, they might use it a little more in high school or whatever, but, you know, that's high school. Right. No, I just, like, my parents, like, really never, like, sweared, like, when I was, like, something, you know, it's like any, like. Oh, God, parent. no. Like, you I, know, it's like anything, like, like you know, you get cut off. And not like, and again, you should should you road rage? No, does everyone road rage? Yes, but like when a guy literally cuts you off the point where you almost get hit, mm-hmm. an f bomb is gonna come out along with oh, yeah. you know along with the double finger salute. But yeah, it's definitely becoming more passive because like even like in my like in, in places I've worked, like you'll be like in full like you know like legit meetings and there's literally you know like oh yeah like what the f- are we gonna do about like what the hell are we gonna do about this shit? And it's like oh okay. <laughs> oh, I had uh, that conversation with my boss uh, like maybe a month ago. Uh, I I recently got a new boss, and you know we're working on this report together, and you know it's it's been really hard. We've been working for like seven hours on the same thing, and you know we click the uh, the validator to make sure our report's valid, mm. and you know it comes back with an error, and you know next thing you know she's just saying what the shit, <laughs> and like like I mean I it was the first time I ever heard her swear, so I was kind of like what like what just happened mm. and she immediately was like oh oh my gosh like like i'm so sorry i swore and then instantly i was back to like i don't really care like i was like it's fine like you know i get it if you need to do it do it like don't mind me well because it's, you, it's it's not a, it's a word did you ever watch that netflix um series you know the history of swear words um i have started it but i have not finished it it okay <sighs> They definitely, the first couple episodes, they come out swinging with, like, the big words and the big mm-hmm. facts. But, like, they literally, like, you know, they discuss, like, later in, the sh- like, the series, like, the pr- the scientific studies that prove that, like, swear words, like, they literally relieve stress. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they did, like, they did, like, the, and it's not really much of a spoiler, but, like, in the show, they have every person that's on the show, they put their hand, like, in a thing of ice and see how long they oh, can Oh, I did see that one, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, they have, like, you know... Like, hey, this this group, you can't swear. This group just cuss away. And obviously the people who are cussing, like, nonstop lasted, the lo- it lasted longer because shit, you know? <laughs> oh, she. <laughs> like, they had the guy, I think it was from uh, The Wire or, oh, I think it was from The Wire. Yeah, the guy from The Wire that said she, like, every like episode. She. They literally had him, like, say it, like, <laughs> every other episode but yeah like it's like cuss words like do relieve stress like okay like it's not like like you stub your toe you know what part of your body like there, yeah like what part of your mind doesn't make you go ow that hurt instead you go what the 
God, you know, like, I'm not going to say that, but, you know, like, son of a bitch, you know, like, stuff like that. Yep. Like, there's nothing, there's, like, nothing, like, in culture or, like, set in stone that, like, you know, makes you, like, hey, you sub your toe, you hurt yourself, you got to cuss. No, it's just, I think it's because, like, we're, like, used to, we like. We adapt. Because yeah, we adapt. It, it reduces the pain. Right. We're, like, we're going to choose that all the time, subconsciously. I, like, I'll never, I'll never forget, like, when I tore my ACL um, and the reason I remember this is because I actually almost got flagged for it when I hurt my knee, uh, my freshman year in high school in football. <laughs> I, I gotta see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't fall, but I just remember like a guy fell on me awkwardly on it. It, it wasn't intentional. The guy literally just, mm-hmm. it was a complete accident, freak accident. Essentially, if you look how temporary tore his ACL, that's pretty much how it happened. But I remember I just, he literally landed on me and I went, oh shit, well. That fucking hurt. And the referee, like, looked at me and he's like, what did you say? And, of course, at the time, I didn't know I tore my ACL, but then me being me, I kept playing in the game further tearing the ACL. Well, it was a minor tear, but then I kept tearing it slower and slower. Yeah. And then the last and then the last hit I took, I literally was just like, well, F, I'm fucking done. And the ref literally comes up to me, I told you to stop cussing. And I'm like, don't worry, I'm done anyway. Yeah. Isn't... <laughs> And and that that just brings up a whole whole array of issues with me. Like I remember refs in high school being like over the top. Oh like, god. I, I understand a lot of them volunteer their time to do that, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. I appreciate that. Um, but like we're high school boys playing football. Like right. We're gonna swear. We're full on. We're, we're full on. Trash. You know, we're full on testosterone, and like you know our mm-hmm. levels are going up every day. And yeah. We all think we're going pro someday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we all we all think we're either going to be an NBA NBA player, football player, maybe a rapper, rock star, or a movie star. That's all we think we're going to be. We're like, nah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be bigger than this whole city. You know. <laughs> and we all believe, you know, if we can make that one play in that one game, right? All the girls in the school are going to love us. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. If we make that one play, you know, literally literally in high school, like the song that like literally describes every high school boy that played football is literally Eminem's Lose Yourself. You know, you got one <laughs> yeah. shot or one opportunity. Uh, the <laughs> amount of times every- I heard that. <laughs> both both in track and football like on the bus somewhere right you, you take your earbuds out and you'd hear that somewhere at right. any time and if if you didn't next thing you know it's queued up on your phone dude no no bs literally even like in uh my high school's like training like we all get taped up or something like that that someone would be on in there too <laughs> like, 
It's a good song. It gets people I think, pumped I think it's up. Required. Right. Like any I, like any sports venue or like, you know, like MMA fight, like that song has to play at least once. I think I have that as my first song on like three different playlists. <laughs> like just the hype playlists. I'll never forget when I my last year playing Pop Warner before I went to high school. Um I can't remember who the captain was. I don't want to say his name on air, but yeah. he was going around um and asking everyone like, Hey, like you know, what songs um, do you want us all to walk out to? And obviously, you know, um, at the time, Virginia Tech was, I mean, it still is a great entrance. And like, and it wasn't as big yet, but it was starting to become big. A lot of people said, enter Sandman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one guy said some song by Saliva, which he was rejected immediately. Not that it's all Saliva. If you want, you like what you like. But and I remember I said, I said, um, Eminem, lose yourself. And he goes, so like, when would we come out? I'm like, that's the best part. We make them wait. <laughs> but then you know you gotta wait for that whole intro and then once the beat drops we come out he's like oh it's pretty good but then of course you know the parents shut that down real quick yep. damn it <laughs> that would have been really cool you know damn it parents you, you know you love us you care for us you try not to cuss around us but man you really know how to fucking bring the mood down sometimes yeah. <laughs> uh, and I remember what song we end up using I don't even think we end up using a song to be honest with you but. See, my school we didn't have a walkout song. Oh. We, we my hi, to... my high school we did we did we did the Enter Sandman bit. Sorry to cut you off. Oh no no that's like I think that's really cool. Mm. Um, coming from somewhere where we didn't do that, like we had our warm up playlist, but right you know but only the host team got to play their tape and mm. um yeah no it would have been fantastic to come out on like home field on homecoming or something right. just have that that song and you, you know. You know it's real. Like, See, I was against using, and not that I don't, I actually love that song a lot, but I remember I was against using it because I was like, every, like that's like the that's like the go to thing. But then when you're like in the moment doing it, it's like okay, I'm literally ready to like rip somebody's head off. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, it was man. it was great, but yeah, I I just remember like even like because going back in your ref statement from like you're totally right because. There would be like, I just remember like t- even like in some college games I I went to or like I've seen like, and usually in college like those refs are being paid by the hour and stuff like that. Yeah. I think for playoffs in high school too they might be paid as well, but it's like it's sad that you see like how hard and like how serious they go, but then when they literally miss like a like literally like you should have made that call, and you're like oh, yeah. I, oh, I don't know. Yep. That happened all the time. They get like oh. and that's the petty fouls, but miss oh, yeah. like blatant, like game changing fouls. I can't tell you uh, how many times I've been in a game, or you know, or I've seen you know any coach I've had or other coaches be thrown off the field because they're like, you know, what what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, I I remember we we had this one play. Um, like it wasn't even like anything like easy shifty. spider two e y banana. Sorry. It it was like like. <laughs> Someone on the line was pulling, and then it was just like a kickout run. Mm-hmm. And the back judge and the side judge, um, completely like both of them threw their flags for a hold that number nine committed. Okay, number nine was our quarterback. <laughs> so when he hands the ball off and then literally trots next to the back judge. And is standing next to him. How can he hold right. someone? And two refs saw number nine do that. But how? But, uh, but again, how? 
So, like, <laughs> just things like that. Like, it's very, like, clearly not a foul. And clearly, they didn't no. see the right person. I think there needs to be, like, if, like, if a referee literally calls, like, a number of, like, someone who's not in the field, that flag is automatically, like, yeah. not not existent. Like, it's, it's, it's fault. It's, uh, Doesn't it's the NFL do that? I don't. Or- I mean, they're so skilled, they're not missing a number. No, they. I've seen games where they have, but I don't think they. No, they'll just like they'll just act like not. They'll just act like nothing happened. But I mean, NFL like a lot of like a lot of penalties do happen. A lot of really bad penalties in my eye do as well. But they definitely they wave a lot more flags and like like oh that was a bad call sorry you know there's no foul whatever blah 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 continue yep. on. <gasps> Excuse me, but yeah, I again referees like. I, I, I can imagine. It's not an easy job in some retrospect. But when literally the majority of the times you are the most hated is because it's, like, literally that happened right in front of you. Like, like for example, like, hey, Drew, um, you're a Packer fan. I'm a mm-hmm. diehard. That's, I, let me phrase it. You're a diehard Packer fan. I'm a diehard Chicago Bear fan. You cannot tell me right now as a Packer fan that anytime <laughs> you watch the Bears play, Khalil Mack is not being held on every play and yet never gets called. I am and going that's... to quote a um, – I'm forgetting on the name right now, but um, – so if, if I'm misspoken, I apologize. But um, he was in a documentary, and he was quoted saying, I mean, you get away with what you can what you can get away with. If that's a little hold, a little sack tap, you get away with what you can get away with. And then he kind of <laughs> grinned. Um, and then it cut to to a defensive lineman, and he just started laughing because they had told him what the other guys said, because he knew it was true. Like right. I mean, they all get away with what they can get away with. It's oh, true, if you true. Get caught. As a guy who played offensive line in high school, <laughs> a little in college, oh yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget. At every practice, I'd always get yelled at by guys I was going against. Dude, Chuck, you're holding me. And what was my response? Did the ref see it? <laughs> Next play, boy. <laughs> it's true. I mean, that, that's kind of Hold, any sport, holding but... is an art. It is an art. It's not. It's an art if it's you know <laughs> if it comes down to you know on the football field, maybe in the basketball court. I mean, unless you're your in spouse. the secondary, <laughs> you, you, you touch that guy and you're getting flagged. Oh, you breathe on him wrong, you're getting flagged. Um, <laughs> that's just my personal take. You're, you're not um, wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong at all. Hey, look at that. A bear and a Packer fan can extra green something. I'm going to drink to that. Uh, I'll though, drink to that, too. <laughs> even, go though, pack, go. even though your team sucks. Bear down. Oh, wait. Go Pack Go? Yeah, so speaking of Go Pack Go, um, so is your quarterback still be on your team or what? Or are you guys just so in love with Jordan Love that he's gone next year? Oh. <laughs> if anything, Rodgers retires out of the blue. I which don't i don't think, think so. i think he wants another super bowl too much i think he can't blame he's him. got two two years of consideration of like yes for sure i'm playing two more years maybe three mm. you know but they're they're on the cusp you know they just have to, <laughs> to tighten up a, you're on a the few. cusp is that what you're saying? Yeah. You've been on the cusp for the last 10 years. And this comes from a Bear fan. I know we're not on the cusp. We're on the cusp one time in the last decade. And even we were still like, I don't know. Mm. But it's yeah, okay. Because you're, was... you're, you're going you're gonna to draft in this draft this year. You're going to draft an outside linebacker. Yep. No yep. Number one. <laughs> um, or you're going to draft your third string quarterback. You're going to draft uh, Kyle no, Trask no. from Florida. <laughs> they're, they're, oh, my God. I mean, that would be interesting, though. 
to see how he and uh, uh, Love compete. But no, I think it's you're right. Um, linebacker position might might get drafted pretty uh. high. Um, it'd be great to do a wide receiver, but honestly, I feel pretty good about the receiving core. Uh, you know, th- there's a solid number one and number two, and then number three. You know, th- there's so many guys competing; they all want it. They all See, have room to make plays. Going back in your comment about Aaron Rodgers retiring, I don't. I really think he's gonna do like he wants to do, like the Brady Breeze thing, where he plays into his forties. Um, it, like, I... well, hold on, hold on. It. I think it depends on one or two things. One obviously is his new is his upcoming marriage because yep, yep. regardless of what you hear athletes say, family and you know spouses and wives that always does matter. Two, I think, and I really think there is a possibility if he gets offered the Jeopardy gig like full time. I don't think I think in a second he would be like if they said like, hey, we want you to be, um, you know, the new Jeopardy host mm-hmm. full time. He'd be like, all right, I'll see you next week. I really, I fully believe that. Because yeah. he's actually, I think he's doing two weeks of in a cup coming, and I really think like if especially if it's like well received, like how he does. Yep. I I don't see why it, it is Jeopardy, right? Yeah, Jeopardy. Like I I don't see why you know he would, you know, not yeah, retire yeah. sooner. I mean that that's a couple of weeks of filming a year, mm-hmm. and you know then you can go home and be with your wife and maybe future kids. Right, and you're not putting your body through hell on yep. you know. During like six months out of the year, every single Sunday. Yeah. Because I mean, while I, I again, every Bears quarterback or every no, somebody, let me rephrase that. Every Bears fan, do we hate the Packers? Yes. Do we hate Aaron Rodgers? Yes. But damn, is that guy good? Yep. <laughs> like, damn, is he good? And it pisses me off. But you know what? That, that is Andy Dalton, Red most. Rocket. Let's go. I can't even sound positive when I say that. See, I, <laughs> see, I disagree. I think he'll be he'll be good, but I mean, you gotta respect talent when you see it, no matter who right. they play for. I mean, a lot of people bag on Brady for a lot of Brady things, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he did what it took to win. You know, right? He's only got seven rings now to prove it, <sighs> and he's he's now demonstrated it, it works on other teams, like. Yeah, and that's and that's crazy. Like literally, it's the only team ever to win the Super Bowl where all twenty-two starters come back. Yeah, like how is like especially in today's NFL? Like I remember, like I'm seeing like, and I know some people like they, that they listen, see the you know the trophies. They well, have that a window. too. But like in, especially like, and I know some people like well like might be like, well, I don't know the number. Like the NFL cap, which means the amount of money they could spend in one season has been lower. I think it was like fifteen million they got lower this year. Which some might think, oh, well, that's not much for an NFL team. Well, actually, for the amount of money they're paying some of these guys, it actually is a lot of money. But the fact that they actually got every person returned, that just shows you it's like, I could, like, yeah, I want to see her. I want to keep winning. Because if anything, if they win again next year, then they leave Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay! Then they get more money because, like, oh, hey, you play with Tom Brady. You won two Super Bowls. Because right there, it's like, hey, um, I have two Super Bowl rings the last two seasons. You have to pay me an extra $5 million yep. on top of what you're going to offer me. I think um, Tampa Bay has two, two to three good year window. Mm. I think year four they're going to be tight on cash, um, unless right. they, you know, and at that point, like, you know, it becomes like the the decisions that changed your franchise. You know, can you maintain 
winning records while you kind of replace pieces mm -hmm. versus okay we we shit the bed and now we have to rebuild again see i i uh, full hard, i full hardly believe if brady gets one more than he's done yeah i think i think I'm, I, 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 part fair. of me thought he was done after this season but then right after the Royal, he's like oh no we're coming back it's like okay yeah he he also sees the window. He's got young, fresh weapons that he can just kind of toss the ball to, and then you know not get sacked and hit and knocked down. But more so, he he's doing what he did in New England. Mm. He he took he took a a less than ideal by creation standards, like um, saying you know I I want the team to have money to pay other people around me so we can win. Rather right. than me taking all the the salary cap, but not like the other he, way around. Well, he t I I think he took a, a more sizable contract than he normally did. Mm -hmm. You know, but he didn't know it was going to work out the way it worked <sighs> out. It just it just saddens me because and uh, I'm going to open a beer to this. Another Ooh. one. Um, oh, crushing! Ah, oh, this uh, is my last one. You're all right. That uh, Tom Brady could have been a bear. Uh, it almost yeah. happened. Uh, and you know what? We probably would have gone eight and eight still. <laughs> no, nah. no, nah, we we would have probably been. We probably would have got like twelve or four, eleven, five. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he uh, he would have gotten some people going. And well, because it's it's literally like, it's like that. It's like I said, it's that superstar method. Like, well, yeah, Brady's still like he's getting paid more money than he ever has. But then again, he's not getting paid like a lot of money compared to how he has been paid in the past. Like you were saying, but when a guy like that comes to your team, like it's like again, I. It's like that LeBron method or, you know, the break. It's like, oh, hey, I can go here, play for a one year or two year, get a ring. And then, like, my legacy is fulfilled. I can, you know, I could never do anything for the rest of my career, but I can play for 10 more years, keep, keep, keep getting money, but I have a ring. You know what I mean? As far as I'm concerned, like, again, isn't that why these guys play? Sure, obviously they play to get money. Anyone who says, play for the love of the game. Okay, well, then you go get hit by Khalil Mack or J.J. Watt or Zadarius mm -hmm. Smith every two weeks. You know what I mean? No, you do it to get to get money, and then plus, hey, you get to build a legacy and also get some extra cash on the side on top of that as well. So, yeah, I mean, some people it is about the money. Some people it's about maybe making the Hall of Fame. Mm. But you know, for some people it's about winning, winning right. it all. And I guess Brady got a taste of that and never wanted to not taste that. Well, for Tom Brady, Tom Brady for sure, it was all about because, like I said, like you making going back to your point earlier, he did take a lot of less money. Like, and here's the thing: they didn't always sign the top guys; yeah. they just signed the best guys that could fit around what he needed to win. You know, it's like why you hear the, like you know you hear any time like a guy from New England's like, "Hey, I want more money." That next week, he's either traded or cut. <laughs> yep. Like, I mean, they they did what it took to win, and they studied the game and knew what they needed. You know, and a lot of other teams around the league could kind of pay attention to that you know you don't yeah, need Chicago. The big names <laughs> you know. see i was i was having this discussion last night with a buddy of mine it like for like you know i think it's fair to say like the majority of like the generation now is that like we're getting towards that like you know millennial and i hate those words by the way the millennials gen z's where it's like you know we're becoming more potent like in business and other things you know because like you know the baby boomer generation is you know it's, it's mm -hmm. just part of life it's slowly going away but, like, my dad was having this conversation. I had this conversation with my dad the other day because we were, you know, complaining about the Bears per Illinois as usual. Um, like, in my dad's lifetime, he's seen every single team win. But let me ask you this. Like, for example, Drew, you know, we're all 90s kids. Hey, now, you know, 90s kids are no more because 
you know, you're 2021. Damn it. Uh, uh, yeah, a little older, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, in his lifetime, he's seen every team that he wanted in Chicago to ever, win ever win a championship. In my lifetime, I've seen every team, every Chicago team I want to win one. The Cubs, the Blackhawks, the I mean, Jesus, the Bulls for I mean, with Michael Jordan, that's a no brainer. I mean, I'm not a, you know even the White Sox like jeez like the White Sox went one before the Bears, but again, the point like it's like in my lifetime, I literally saw the Cubs do the impossible before the Bears. I mean, maybe <laughs> the Bears have the next curse. Don't, uh, you know, has <laughs> anyone thought about that? Maybe, I, uh, maybe Chicago. Started, it's starting to feel like that at this point, because again, and like, what if, know. what if after the Bears drought of what, 104 years, 101, 107 what, years was for the Cubs, 107 or 108, you know? 107 or 108. I think it's 108. But okay, Bears 108 years, you know, go by. They finally get it. <sighs> then the Blackhawks have 108 years. <laughs> And it just goes around every team. <laughs> but the problem is the Blackhawks won three. So, like, is it like we, like, keep adding on to those? So it's like 300 years. <laughs> like, for uh, every championship you win in a, in a, in a spring of a dynasty, it adds 100 years. <laughs> don't tempt fate. That's right? what I'm saying. Well, it's like, you know, like, I mean, we all know, like, and, I, and you, Drew, you know me. I'm a huge football guy. So, like, I even know stuff about the Packers. I wish I didn't. But it's like we all know the greatest Packer quarterbacks ever are, you know, you got your Rodgers. You got your favorite far, 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 far. You know, you got your Bart Stars, and of course, you got the fourth greatest Packer quarterback of all time, Jay Cutler. <laughs> you know? And then for the Bears, we got Sid Luckman, Jim McMahon, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sid Luckman, the guy who set the the passing touchdown game record, was seven, and that was in like nineteen. Like I don't even want to guess the year. Way before my time, obviously. Yeah. I mean, can't win them all. Yeah. <sighs> But if you're in, Bo- but you can't win them all unless you're from, Bo- unless your sports team's in Boston. Because like, I mean, did you, I mean, I think I don't know if you ever saw. You remember that picture? You ever, did you ever see that kid that went viral because, you know, he was that kid from Boston that went to every single championship parade since he was like little, mm-hmm. and every year he just got updating his signs like, oh yeah, this is like my 12th parade, because Jeez. I'm spoiled. <laughs> and well, meanwhile, meanwhile in I Chicago, mean- it's like we're lucky we just get one. Although the Blackhawks did kind of change that, but. You also may have to look at are, are they owned by the same company? Because mm-hmm. like, then you know they're working on the same business plan, business right. model, or you know, do all the ownerships really love their town and want their town to win? And then you know, say hey, like this is what we plan for our sport. It worked really well. Maybe you can apply it to your sport, and you know, it happens to work. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I just. <sighs> Like I know, like I might be, I'm kind of going off my brain limb here, but I think like the owner of the White Sox and the Bulls are still the same guy. Um, the Bears owner, I mean, they literally just inherited that, so they didn't have to pay for it. So they're literally just making money to do nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying not saying they're not doing anything. Like if you look at like NFL teams in value, the Bears I think are still like in the top five, which wow. blows my mind. Yeah, <laughs> that I would love to hear, like where they rank. That's they're crazy all... if they're top five. I I want to say they're top five, but like, I don't you'd have know. to imagine. Look it up. Like, <laughs> the Patriots are probably number one, just from all the Super Bowls. Yeah, it just. I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Well, I think it's I think it's obviously by wins. Um, okay, actually, I got the list right here. So, and this is according to Forbes, by the way. So, 
and I don't think it's a doubt. The Cowboys are number one. Um, Drew, do you want to? How? Do you want to? Well, okay, yeah, go ahead. They're go literally ahead. labeled America's team. So yeah, he might. That's based off not just ticket sales. It's obviously based off TV revenue, tickets, food, merchandise. It's like, okay, they're literally labeled America's team. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, I guess they're like, in Texas. Yeah. So the Cowboys value is a whopping $5.7 million. <laughs> Million? Billion, sorry. Uh, okay. Billion dollars. Um, the Patriots are number two, as you said, they would be the top. Um, four point four billion. So it's a whole that's an extra the Cowboys are worth a billion dollars more. That that's mind blowing. And the Cowboys haven't won anything in like almost thirty years. Uh, the Giants are the third, four point three billion. Yeah. Well they've they've actually in the last fifteen I, I years they've old. won. And they're plus in New York. You know what I mean? Well, they won twice. Yeah. Okay. Um, number four is the L.A. Rams, and that's formerly St. Louis Rams. You know, if they're not in L.A., they're at the bottom of this list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, five is San Francisco 49ers at 3.8. This one is literally just because of where they're located. Um, number six is the Jets at $3.5 billion. Ch- what? <laughs> That's astounding. How? Oh, no. Wait, I'm only saying what they're worth. Wait till we get to the revenue part, which we'll get to in a little bit. And then number seven is the Bears at $3.525 billion. The Jets are worth $3.55 billion. But again, wait, really quick. Out of these, t- the top 10 ranks ones, I'm going to say really quick. Cowboys, Patriots, Giants, Rams, Niners, Jets, Bears, Washington football team, Eagles, and Texans. Three of those teams have done anything in the last 20 years? <laughs> that, okay. We need to find out how they calculate. Like, how? Well, so they credit. I mean, Forbes is obviously they're pretty good with you know getting these numbers. But like for example, the Cowboys, um, their revenue from twenty twenty was nine hundred and eighty million dollars. Their operating income was four hundred twenty five million. So essentially, they doubled. I mean, over doubled what they you know spend. Um, Patriots was six hundred thirty with two fifty million operating. This one is this. This might be the biggest one, though. Or actually, no, the Rams might be the biggest. So the Giants made five hundred and fifty million almost in revenue this last season. Their operating like was twenty twenty with COVID, like no correct. Fans. Okay. This this is with COVID. Yes, this is with COVID. Um, I didn't even think about that. Thank you. So Giants made five hundred forty seven million revenue, and their operating income was only one hundred sixty eight million. That sounds ridiculous. But wait till you hear this one. The Rams. This is probably the. Just looking at the list really quickly here. This is probably the best one. The Rams, revenue four hundred and twenty-three million. Operating income seventy-eight million dollars. How? You're in California. <laughs> Wait, they only made seventy-eight. No, they made four hundred twenty-three million dollars, but the operating income was only seventy-eight million dollars. I don't know how. Well, they share it with the Chargers. So, oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, oh no, 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 not anymore. Oh no, they actually, no, no, no. You're right. Yeah, they do share yeah, the charges. Yeah. Thank you. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. So. So they're cheating. So they're yeah. deflating footballs like Tom. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I still don't believe that. By the way. Just, just curious. Um, yeah. I I have more to add on that last comment after. <laughs> where where do the uh, the Packers rank? Well, keep in mind the Packers are uh, yep, the only yep. team that's. Um, publicly owned. Publicly owned. They are in the middle of the pack. They're ranked 14th, so they're a, a little above the middle of the pack. So, <laughs> middle of the pack. <laughs> fuck you. 
How do you mean to do that, asshat? <laughs> so their value is $3 billion, $3.05 billion to be exact. But their um, revenue from last year, and it's actually really good numbers, uh, revenue is $485 million. Operating income, $88 million. So they're rolling in dough. Yeah. And they didn't want to pay Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> but, Drew, would you like to guess who is in last place <laughs> in terms of what they're valued? It's it's think of it's pretty obvious when you think of really crappy teams, but again, there are some crappy teams or crappy franchises in the NFL. And I don't mean crappy like, like again, yeah. It's you want to why you're crappy? You gotta look at the town you're in. You gotta look at your entire league history in the NFL. Like it's a fact. I'm sorry, but it's all, all I'll tell you, Drew. Shockingly, it's not Detroit. No, I was gonna say the Jags. <laughs> um, no, the Jags are actually they're 25th out of 32. Number 32 is the well-loved and, well, not loved really much, only that now they are because of their quarterback, um, the Cincinnati Bengals. They're worth $2 billion. The Buffalo Bills, though, this is shocking because this is how much they're loved by people. They're only they're only worth, they're, they're, the Bengals are worth $2 billion. The Bills are only worth $2.05 billion. See, that, I thought because of the 90s run, that the, the Bills would be a lot a lot more valuable. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't say the Niners. I just say because of how popular they are now in today's pop culture. Oh yeah, for being like a, a crappy team. No, it's, it it just it's just crazy to me like how like how far, like okay, for example, like how far teams have come like the Bears other than that one run they had in 2006, they haven't done anything really since the 80 since the 85 season or two, uh 2006 and then 2017 with the defense. Yeah. They haven't really done anything since 85. But then you got teams like the Cowboys who haven't like, – like, while, yes, they've, they've only won one playoff game in the last, like, 30-something years almost, but they're con- they're continuously usually in the top of their division. Yep. Um, but then you got competing. Right, but then you got teams like uh, – and I don't want to say Tampa Bay. just They literally just won the Super Bowl. They're ranked 29th. But, like, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes has been in the league for a couple years now, and they're 23rd. Like, that just shows you a lot of, like, where the NFL is – yeah, take, well, I mean, when you're working with billions, like, that's a lot to come up. Well, and it also shows, like, again, if you're not in a major, like, marketing city, like a Chicago, like a Dallas, like a New York, even if you're winning it all, it's... <laughs> yeah, what, what is the Vikings? Because the Vikings... Um, Minnesota, they're 17th, and they're worth $2.95 billion. But last year, they made nearly $450 million, but only spent $84 million. For their operating income, the one of the, maybe the best though, if I'm just doing a quick glance at this of like how much teams actually spent, um, the Falcons they're ranked 19th, um, but per usual even if their sale would they have they probably choke in the last minute of the, the contract signing, um, sorry, um, they made last year 467 million dollars, their operating income was only 38 million dollars. Now tell me how a team with a brand new stadium is only spending 38 million dollars. I get they no one was, you know what I mean though with the college I think I think well they also must have some like benefits with the state of Georgia oh wait wait Atlanta I think he also yeah. owns the soccer team and they oh yes they so the, the soccer team <laughs> ah yes 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So kind of going back to like, you know, how you mentioned like the Falcons owner, you know, like you said, he, said he owns that soccer team or whatever. Like, it just amazed me. Like, even like that. Uh, well, and that's an America team, right, Drew? Mm-hmm. Like the Jags, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, yeah. he has the like overseas soccer they, team. They own, I think it's Fulham. Fulton? I have like, I have no idea. I neither do I, but like they're twenty fifth with Trevor Lawrence. You know that's about to go up. <laughs> Those ticket sales, but like they only spent a hundred million dollars operating, but they made four hundred four. Like all these teams made a, like again. This is what the shows though. The NFL is still number one because they made all this money during COVID. Mm-hmm. Like that, that just like wrecks my brain. Well, kind of hurts my soul. You know what really hurts your soul? Now I just found it. So I'm reading this list still. And they have a one-year value change um, column. So, you know how we made the fun of the Giants a little bit earlier? The Giants' value change was 10%. And the Jets' value change was 11%. How? <laughs> they were <Yeah>. terrible. <laughs> okay, well, um, shout-out to New York. Like they, they only struggled because their main weapon got hurt. Like, oh, the Giants, yeah, with Barkley getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one man isn't the team, but that one man sure sure helps that team a whole lot. I, okay, that one man doesn't make a team comment. I don't know, because look at the Broncos when Payne Manning came in, because they didn't really change many things when he came in, other than Tim Tebow left. I mean, excluding quarterback, that okay. that, that that's the captain of the ship. Then you're right. I'm the captain now. Yeah, because, you're right. You know. <laughs> Just look at a lot of teams in the past couple years. You know, they're poised and ready to go to playoffs, but they just can't find that quarterback. What happens? Quarterback loses the ball, gives it to the other team. The other team puts up points. You can't compete if you're turning the ball over. You know? I mean, yeah, you can't compete if you're turning the ball over. But at the end of the I can't even talk because I'm a Bear fan and we suck. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know. I I just think I'm just I'm I'm excited for the 17 game season. Um, I'm definitely going to miss the teams going seven and nine or nine and seven unless they get a tie. But, Mm -hmm. you know, those memes are now dead. Um, And. The Miami Dolphins have to work. There's, I, I don't see how any team can ever go seventeen and zero. I really don't. I that is now the last thing I really want to see. I got to see fair um, a team win the Super Bowl in their own stadium, and that that was pretty much my other big one I wanted to see in my lifetime. Mm. Um, so I I do want to see a perfect team. Um, I I don't want to continue to see that, but mm. I, I want to see it. See, that's what I like about the professionals. Like, like obviously, like in college, like hearing a team goes undefeated, it's like, okay. And... Oh, for some reason, I love the college. Like when they go on winning streaks, because mm. it's college football. You never know what's going to happen. 
So you tune into every game, you know? That's fair. Like See, Alabama, I... they're 25-0 and 0 or something right now. Or no, <sighs> did all... they lose? No, no, they won. They won okay. the... Uh... I don't actually. I don't, yeah, I don't think they lost last season. But no, they won the championship. They destroyed. Uh, I think they played Clemson or no Ohio State. They destroyed yeah, yeah, Ohio yeah. State. The, or no, sorry, the, the Ohio, Ohio State. She. <laughs> well, she. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, we're both from Big Ten area, um, and neither of us appreciate the Ohio State. In oh no, I, I, I mean, I'm a Notre Dame guy, but then again, like. <sighs> yeah, it's just <sighs> best way. To say, okay, best way to say it with the, the, the size and the uh, and the shit is like essentially. In your mouth? <laughs> oh god, the what in my mouth? The vomit in your mouth. Yeah, that too. Um, it's essentially like yeah, SEC is always gonna rule now because like I said, it's literally gonna take like a school getting a Trevor Lawrence type of player to literally change the game because like now Clemson's set for the next ten years because they're always gonna get good recruits. And it wasn't just Trevor Lawrence. It was also Sean Watson, which we're not going to talk about him because he's in trouble. But, um, yeah, it just shows you, like, it literally, like, it, especially with, like, kind of your chronic combat, the quarterback, it, like, you know, it is a team game. When you have a good quarterback like that, mm-hmm. you can literally change your whole, you know. Yeah, it facilitates so much. You know, uh, in high school, I played defense. And, you know, if it was a close game and then the quarterback, you know, turned it over, you see him on the bench. You see how he's acting. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, like he he's defeated mentally, or oh, he's he's angry. He he wants to fight. Like, you know, like you see that, and you kind of like if you're playing defense, you see him giving up on the bench. You know, like oh, well, crap. Like, what are we doing out here? Right. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, we're not gonna get. I mean, obviously, you know when you're on the bench and like that situation, you're not going to fight. like, you know, we're, you and I, like, you don't want to fight, you know, like our own personality speaking, like we don't want to fight right now. Like, you know, we're very chill. You and I are very comfortable, yep. very calm. I know you're very calm on your side of everything going on over there. You know, you're living, you're living great in the East coast and the, you know, uh, Virginia, Maryland area. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. Hide. Um, <laughs> but no, um, only other thing I know we were coming up on our time here a little bit, so only other thing I really want to oh, talk I got about. All night. Oh. <laughs> easy now, Buck. Oh, easy now. Uh, only other thing I want to talk about. So I actually did something pretty cool last night. I actually, um, for the first time in oh year and a half, almost I actually went to a movie theater last night, and uh, you know what? I actually felt um, very. In terms of like you know with everything with the COVID, it felt very safe. There was like gigantic spacing amongst anyone who's in the. It was obviously not full capacity. Um, I did see Godzilla versus Khan, which we are going to do a review episode upcoming. Um, but no, I just think kind of like because the reason like I'm, we're going from that to theaters, it's like because the NFL said they want to do full capacity stadiums next year. Which first off, um, good fucking luck. <laughs> but you know someone's going to buy those tickets regardless. Yeah. But no, I just think it's. It's nice because we're we're finally starting to see the tide turn towards you know this thing, hopefully being over you know sooner rather than later, so. As long as people can listen, and wear their damn mask and mm-hmm. social distance, but you know, like I said, Drew said, regardless of what your thoughts are about vaccine or whatever, you know, just be respectful of everyone else's opinion. But you know, it's all. Let's way I say it. We're we're at you know the end of this. 
pandemic is hopefully sooner ending rather than later. That's the best way to word it. But, um, but yeah, no. So I'm really, really happy that like, you know, life is starting to turn around, you know, it's just, it's, it's about damn time. But then again, Mm -hmm. something like this, you can't rush, but obviously people want things to go back to normal. So they want it to be rushed, but you can't do that. So, but yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was weird. Cause like it felt like I felt way too normal that like, Hey, I'm in a movie theater again. Yeah. So, but it's just nice. It's really, really nice. Plus I had a few cocktails of me too. During mm. the movie. Oh yeah. That's the best. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, just, just a, a nice little buzz going and then you go in. Cause then turn set up, you know, you're on a buzz and you're like, Oh right. yeah. And it's really good. You know, when you had a good buzz going, you see just chew giant, you know, as Deadpool says, you know, giant CG fight coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just see two giant fucking monster icons of, you know, life just beating the crap out oh, of yeah. each other. I so. had a few beverages before my uh, watching as well. Yeah, did you enjoy and, it? Yeah. I mean, that exactly like you said, when, when, you're, when you're feeling good, like, those CGI fights are incredible. Right. No, it's you know, if you're sober. Not that you can't enjoy it. That's true, but like I remember when I, I saw Endgame, I was I was very comfortable. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I, I I don't want to sound like like an arrogant person here, but I I think I literally predicted three of the last like four or five fights in in that movie, and uh, <laughs> like like pretty pretty darn close to what happened like step by step gotcha well then again like some movies like that which you can i mean definitely want to have you come on for the review episode but like movies like that sometimes like even if it is predictable you still have a good time you enjoy it um although for superhero movies and so i can understand why some people might be like oh that was so predictable it's like yeah but you know what disney doesn't care if you think it's predictable because they just made 2.3 billion dollars you know what i mean but as long as you have a good time with it, you just gotta enjoy it. Plus, see, that's the fine line. What do you mean? You know, you have to have a good story, and you know, you want some sense of like, oh, like I, I know what's going on. I mm. can see what's gonna happen, but you don't want to have it too obvious because then it, it it ruins the story. You know, people want to kind of wait and see what what happens. If you if you are constantly questioning, hmm. Am I am I actually right? Like, are they actually gonna do this? Right. You know, you're more more intense on the watching the the film. Mm-hmm. And that's what they ultimately want. Well, it's like sometimes, like you know, like so, so many things get spoiled now. Like in oh. the internet. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm very upset about like, that. Right. Like, I'm not gonna get into about the movie. Like, like the thing that happens in the movie was spoiled months ago because of toy releases. You could easily see it. Like, even if you didn't read the internet, it was in stores or, um, stuff about like superhero movies. Like, I remember like, like, you know, when the Avengers movie came out, it was, like literally the campaign, like it wasn't come see our movie. It was like, literally don't spoil the end game because it's just, that's just the world we live in. Like, you know, I know you haven't been Snapchat. on the last Snapchat. It needs to tone down. Oh my view. God. Yeah. Wait, I, wait, no. wait a week or two. Don't put it out. Like the, hour of right no because you told me yesterday like you told me yesterday yep. like, like it was literally on snapchat and after the movie yep. yesterday i literally opened snapchat and it was the first thing that came up yep yep 
that that's happened to me now a couple times for both TV shows and movies. Yeah. Like uh Caitlin, my fiance, she's reading a book right now and I don't want to like get into the I'm not going to name the book, but essentially they kind of give her a surprise like in the first chapter and she was like she's like now now because of that she's actually reading the book because she said like the first couple pages it was very predictable already where it was going but then they do something right away and it's like oh like surprise if you get surprised like if you get surprises today they work like i know i'm not sure what i actually i actually want i know for a couple years i'm not sure what your familiarity is or what your um if you care for it all but like you know the last episodes my buddy patrick's been on him and i are huge wrestling fans and that's their biggest problem is everything is always getting spoiled mm-hmm. on the internet weeks beforehand and like anytime they actually pull off a legitimate surprise it's like the big like it'll be on espn even like you know and that's like you know some kayfabe entertainment shows somehow on espn like why is it well it's like you know what because it actually got it, it, it trending it was it mm-hmm. got good world news recognition because they actually pulled off something that nobody knew about and it's like this uh you know that's all people want right like like when you're genuinely like people who say you don't like surprises that's fine. But when you're watching a movie and you care about a certain fandom that you're watching, when something that you did not expect happens, you are not only shocked, you you get that, you know, you get that, like, my hair is actually sick. My arm thinking about some stuff. Like, you get that excitement. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. I really, of all the things I thought that could happen. I, I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. Right. Which is uh, why, like, I'm like I'm looking forward. Like I said, we talked last week with the Suicide Squad film. I'm looking forward to it because I think they're going to pull off some crazy shit in that because, again, like, with movies today, you gotta go big. Like I literally saw, <laughs> kind of big on Hollywood movies a little bit. This is really, by the way, this video I saw was really fucked up. But essentially, it was this guy like making fun of Hollywood studios. So it was this guy he went in to pitch a movie idea he had to a, a, a executive producer about a movie, and he was, hey, I want to tell my mom's story about her fight with Alzheimer's. And the producer's first remark goes, oh, cool. So is it like a a um, moms with diseases cinematic universe? And it's like, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but then the guy's like, no, it's just a story about my mom. And he goes, oh, it's just a story about really good Carrie moms in a cinematic universe. And the guy's like, no, it's just a one movie. It's just one movie. No sequel. She yeah. died. And the guy goes, she dies. And he goes, and the producer goes, get the fuck out of here. We don't want your movie. And it's just like, that's where everything is going now. Like with the Godzilla movies, Marvel, DC. You I know. mean, if it's done right, I love it. Right. You know, like Marvel kudos to you like you did it you took big time years of planning and years of deployment to in a russia universe yep and they're still not rushing it no even though they've had what six years of success like solid solid success i'd say longer because like okay let's think about um i mean iron man kicked off the the universe well that's the only one type in that's what i'm looking for and, and that like, was a, that was a smash hit yeah but here's as, the thing as i remember it was it was a huge like success for Marvel Studios, but here's the thing, it didn't make a billion dollars. It only made like uh, budget was one forty, box office was five hundred eighty five. But keep in mind the budget numbers that doesn't cost marketing. So essentially you have to like times one hundred forty million by one point five. That's the minimum for marketing. Mm-hmm. That's something I learned a long time ago. But like now they're averaging a billion dollars a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they took their time. They the returns ROI. Right. That's why, like, you know, like when, like, I like the DC movies. I actually do. But, like, the I like reason. The concepts, yeah. The reason, yeah. The reason that they, they're not successful is because they rushed it. Yeah. Like, not going to spoil it for anyone, but, like, literally the second movie literally had everybody. First yep. movie, Superman. Second movie, oh, um, 
it's only it's teased as only two guys, but no, everyone's in the movie for no reason at all. Yeah. Well, I I think that they they saw the success Marvel started having with everyone um, did. Yeah, and I think they they panicked They're like, okay, well we're also a superhero franchise. It's mm-hmm. like we need to get our movies out there, you know. Oh no. You'll you'll need to come on for the Snyder Cut review that we're gonna do because mm-hmm. I'm glad I I teased it last week. I'm gonna go off. <laughs> like I'm gonna definitely like I know I said today that I'm drinking uh, Clear IF IPA by El Segundo Brewing Company, but when I do the Snyder Cut review, um, I'm gonna be on on this thoughts about it, which I actually and spoil like kind of I actually I liked it, but I, was I entertained. Th- that's the thing. I was entertained. I liked it a lot more than the last thing than the previous rendition of the movie but i'm gonna go off yeah <laughs> i will be definitely be, there's a lot definitely, to talk about there will definitely be either tequila or bourbon for my drink of choice that episode <laughs> uh, but no, no you're right and that's the, that's the thing i think like if you don't rush stuff mm-hmm. like the reward is worth again i get it every you know every studio wants to have a billion dollar movie that's a fact because if you make a billion dollars and like you're fine I mean, now that you're fine. You're doing fantastic. Regardless, even if you spent the three hundred and ridiculous million dollar budget, whatever the hell you make, yeah. you spent on the movie. But if you don't have a built-in audience that's willing to build and grow, because like literally, like I saw Iron Man, Iron Man came out th- yeah two thousand eight, April fourteenth two thousand eight. I yeah I wasn't. Yeah, even, I saw it. I wasn't even in high school yet. Yeah, I was. I was in middle school. Uh, right. I might have been in elementary. See, I remember 2008. That's when I was. That's when I was done with middle school. Oh uh, yeah, no, I think I was just starting middle school then. Yeah. Right. And we literally have grown up with these movies. And they came out like they've made like it's like like 24, 25 movies now. And literally, it took the, like you think that's a lot of movies, but it's only been let's see, 2008, 2021. Yeah, it's been actually almost exactly. Uh, I'm not good at math here. Uh, 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, that's right. You know, beforehand <laughs> they had it all planned out. Because right. they knew, like, the, the the individual movies, those storylines still have to make sense in regards to the overall arc of the universe. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're not just adding in big fight scenes with people that, you know, are important later on, but just because, you know, they're saving those characters for once the overall universe it starts coming together. Well, and that's why people are kind of like, some people bitch and moan about, like, because Marvel recently got the rights back for x-men fantastic four um and it's like and literally kevin feige the head of marvel Studios, is like i already have the next five years planned out i'm not gonna rush it yeah but then but then again he knows there's a lot of money to make and that's why they already oh, announced yeah. fantastic four is gonna start being made like not soon but a lot sooner than people thought because yeah there is a lot of money on the table well they and, probably had an idea on how to connect it in well I, i'm not even the most excited for fantastic four x-men or any i'm excited for deadpool like they're literally putting ryan reynolds deadpool from fox into the disney marvel cinematic universe so like one first off yeah. how in the blue hell are you doing that too it's gonna be rated r so kudos to disney for allowing that because i'm pumped for that because you know right away they told ryan reynolds you get one or two jokes about Disney, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
those are going to be pretty good. I, I'm excited for that. But see, I, on the other hand, I don't know if this, you want to say this for another episode or not, but I, I don't like the idea of Deadpool joining in on the conjoined movies. What? Oh, okay. Oh, like, like that's why I said that. No, no, no. We're doing this now. <laughs> this is now. Now that I have three beers in me, we are doing yeah. this right fucking now. <laughs> Because when I see Deadpool, <sighs> I mean, you're gonna want to interject. Just let me, let me. No, I'm sorry. Go for a circle on this. I'm gonna When myself. I see Deadpool, I know I'm going into a Deadpool movie. Like Deadpool's gonna talk to me. Deadpool's gonna make you know very like smart jokes that if you're not paying attention, you're not, not gonna get. Like that's right. part of the appeal of going to see Deadpool. Going to see Iron Man, the Avengers, whatever. When like the appeal is, I'm not there. I'm watching a story. I'm in the universe with them. Mm. And you know, Deadpool by by nature ruins that. Like that that is what he does. So, for me, it's going to be very interesting on how if, if they're going to still have uh, Deadpool break the fourth wall. Like, gotcha. Are you done? Yeah. 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 Okay, first off, you're wrong. Too, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would actually somewhat agree with you, only if, spoiler alert, by the way, and if you don't know this by now, that's your own damn fault. That sounds really rude about me, but give me one second here. If Iron Man and Captain America were no longer in the movies. Because I feel like with guys like Thor, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, I mean, if you really think about it, those two, like character bases are really now the big cornerstone because you know no like, i mean black widows you know r.i.p um the hulk <laughs> and, and they've made it clear that marvel really doesn't think hulk's gonna be like a major not saying a major player but he's not gonna be like a leader and marvel doesn't own the rights of spider-man if if if, if, if marvel could have their way spider-man would be the new head of everything which is understandable he makes the most money i just feel like deadpool what they're gonna do because they even make some of those jokes about the MCU in yeah. the Fox movies. I feel like solo movies, it's going to be that same shtick of breaking the fourth wall, mm -hmm. making, now if anything, making more jokes about the MCU, maybe makes one or two jokes about the Fox movies that are no longer existing or whatever. But I feel like once they do like a, a crossover, because that's going to happen, um, there's not going to be many fourth wall breaks. Maybe there's like one where he looks at the camera or like, you know, when he does, like, a face or like he makes, like, a little comment, like, to himself. Mm -hmm. But I just think with, like, I think the seriousness of it is going away in a good way. Like, Thor's, like, Thor, um, the reason, like, I think Thor, or not Thor, Love and Thunder, Thor Ragnarok was awesome. It's one of my favorites. It's because it was, like, they literally got away from the serious shtick of Thor. And like, hey, let's make him funny in a little retrospect. Mm -hmm. But it's also serious. And See, see I like that. Uh, for like the humor, I don't like when when they go full humor. Like I like I like the general feel of the story and the characters to be serious, mm -hmm. you know, with their uh, comed comedic relief every so often. Gotcha. I don't like it to be you know set up set up punchline you know left and right. Gotcha. No, I just think, and again, I think it's one thing like we we can see like I think it's also gonna be like we're gonna really see like which direction they go with Deadpool once that movie finally comes out because if he's not doing many fourth wall breaks, 
then it'll be like, okay, they're gonna have him doing comedy. Maybe he's doing like not like fourth wall like breaks. Oh, narration. But- I yeah, can see I can see narration, but maybe he's doing like fourth wall breaks, like like where he's literally looking at the camera. Instead of doing that, he's making more jokes that people that are on screen with him. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. Because, like I said, like no one ever fourth wall breaks like in the Marvel movies, because they don't. Because like while they might have some comedy, they're meant to be like serious, legitimate superhero movies. And like that's any superhero, like any superhero movie other than like the Dark Knight series needs to have comedy. Yeah, Dark Knight. Dar- mm. Oh, mwah, mwah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna drink a Dark Knight. Yeah. <sighs> no, that's really good. But no, it'll be interesting. Um, I just, I'm just curious, like how they're gonna like do rated R. You know what I mean? Like not, okay, not Marvel. So, like just they're gonna have Disney. to like like bleep or you know. But it's rated R. Horn. You can't if it's you can't no, no, do no, that. No. If it's rated R. Like the swearing stuff to keep it out of our. No, no, they've announced it's going to be rated R. It's already what? confirmed. It's confirmed. All right. And that's why I think, okay, yeah. like anytime you see a Marvel Studios movie, there's nothing in those titles, like those like opening credits that says produced by Walt Disney, maybe in the credits. But like for some audience member, like especially like older audience members, not that it's a knock on, but it's like that's quote unquote not going to be their Disney. Like, wait, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But. I see, I see. It's just gonna be like it's gonna be interesting to see like how far do they let them go, because Fox is like <sighs> the majority of the Fox movies. I'm sorry, they sucked. I'm gonna be honest with you. The Marvel Fox movies sucked. I can think of th- yeah three the Deadpool the two Deadpool's and then the first two X Men are really the only good ones. And Logan, let me say it real quick. Logan's a phenomenal, but their movies sucked. But Fox is like, geez, Ryan Reynolds, you made us a billion something dollars for Deadpool. Go yeah. Do it, whatever you want. Go do it. We don't care. I mean, literally, like you have a guy in a Marvel movie making comments about DC Comics. Like what? You're not gonna see like that's like like that. It's not yeah. gonna happen in the Deadpool for Marvel like with Disney. But that can happen to Fox. It's like yeah, we don't care. You're making a billion dollars. Money. So, yeah, which I I mean I was shocked because like there's even like jokes of like Lord of the Rings and like some of the Avengers movies, and I'm like that's literally a competitor. But then again, it's like it but makes. That- their like, their world is our world, which that's you know, in our world we have Lord of the Rings. In our world we have the Hobbit, we have Legolas, mm-hmm. we Yeah, that's fair too. I think we could do an episode on just Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Are you a big fan of Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Oh uh, my my big three uh like genre or uh series growing up were Lord of the Rings, Pirates of the Caribbean, Harry Potter and Star Wars. Real? Wow. Yeah. That's not three, by the way. But no, wow, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. See, my for me, my big three were um, Star Wars, um, any Batman movie series, and then hypothetically, you could say, you can essentially say Avengers. Because Okay, Avengers, though, didn't come out until we were, like, in college. Well, no, I know, but, like, I can't really say, like, I, like okay, maybe Godzilla then, because I've watched, I watched all the Godzilla movies. And, like, yeah. if you know it, and, like, there's, like, 30... Or I think nearly thirty like Godzilla movies, and like I think it's like every four or five they complete like not like restart it, but it's like they don't connect to the last movie. <laughs> yeah, they just go off on a tangent. They go off on a ta- yeah, literally. Thank you. They really go off on a random ass tangent. But so yeah, then I guess if you if you I mean you are fair. Like I said, it's Avengers in, or the MCU didn't start come out till I was in middle school. So yeah, my for me it'd be 
you know, any Batman movie, Godzilla, and then Star Wars. I, and actually, you can give me a knock on this. I'm not a big fan of the, I'm not saying I'm not a big fan. I'm not a Harry Potter guy. I don't know what See, it is. I don't me, know. It was reading the books, you know. That's fair. Like, you, like a kid's imagination just goes crazy with all mm. that's in the books. See, I think and then that, you just grow to love the movies because of that. That might be part of it, but like, I think I didn't read anything past, um, correct me if I say it wrong, Goblet of Fire. No, that's right. Yeah, I didn't read anything past that. I remember there was the one, I'm not going to spoil it, but there was like the one with um, Dumble, yeah, Dumbledore, Harry, and someone else is on the cover. It's like the sixth or seventh book or something like that. Yep. I just, I don't know. I just I stopped reading after Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire is fourth, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yeah, I didn't. I just stopped reading after that. And I love Goblet of Fire actually of the movies. That's my favorite one. That <laughs> real, it really is. I don't know why. Um, no, it, it's. I think it's considered one of the, the better ones. The book or the movie? Both. Okay. Um, I mean, at least in my family, that was generally one a uh, top two or three gotcha but see i don't see to me i think the reason why and you i mean drew you know me i think the reason why for me i wasn't really like really into like the harry Potter or the wizard 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 wizardly world excuse me wizardly world of harry potter that's why i've heard some people call it it's just because like i love that aspect of star wars because of it's space it's got the midway but then again but here's an argument you can make in some retrospect, you can actually have the exact same plots and storylines in Harry Potter. It's just you're not going to space or different planets. You know what I mean? Drew. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was bound to happen at least once. <laughs> it's all good, man. Hey, we're 85 minutes. See, you see what's about before we start recording? Drew is like, how long are we gonna go? I'm like. Probably an hour, maybe hour and a half at most, but like we're already eighty five minutes into this, and see, yeah. t- that, that's why it, this goes by so quick when you're having fun with it. But no, I just, I don't know. Like for example, like Drew, you know, like I'm a huge, I'm, I'm not, not myself necessarily. I'm not a huge Disney guy. I'm a oh, huge Star. Hold on. Okay, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. Continue. I'm a huge Star Wars guy. And definitely with Disney buying Star Wars, that got me more into Disney. Um, but kind of like the reason I'm making that comment is like something like, I know if you discuss this too, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a huge Harry Potter guy, but like if you're like, hey, let's go to Universal for a day and go to the Harry Potter world, I'd be down for that in a heartbeat. Oh, you heck know? yeah. Like that's such a creative amusement park. Right. Even if you don't know Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And- it might just be a little weird, but it's creative. It- you, you and your kids would have a blast. I don't have any kids. Well, <laughs> I, not, know, I know what you're saying. Yet. I know you're talking about general audience, but no. I but like, even people like I know, like I know people that like are like are huge Potter heads. Um, and I know people who are, like, are not really into Harry Potter, and like every time they've gone there, they loved it. So, and actually, that's actually a good question for you. Do you know like, is how do I word this without sounding like a douchebag? Um, hold on, let me drink while I think of this comment. Her question. Sorry. Is like Potterhead like offensive to some, or is it like the best way to call like? Um. So I'm not an expert on this, but okay. I think it's a compliment. Gotcha. Like I I know that there's a group that call themselves the Potterheads, mm-hmm. and I, I think if you were to call them that, it'd be like an honest, honest thing. Well, 
sense that's not an insult to you. Sorry about that. Roll Tide. <laughs> oh, wait. That's probably copyrighted. <laughs> You're fine. Um, there's literally a lightsaber sound in the intro of the show. You're fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair use. Um, no, I... I can't remember who I had a conversation with. Like, they, like, they were saying, like, Potterhead could be, like, some people, like, really, because they think, like, like Potterhead is a way of saying, like, you're not, not that you're not a fan of Harry Potter, like, you're way too into, like, you know, Potter fandom or mm. Potter world. Because, like, you know me, like, I am a huge Star Wars joke. And I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid if someone calls me a Star Wars nerd or anything like that. But there's not, like, a, you know, I don't, to my recollection, there's not really, like, a, a word associated for, like, Star Wars junkie or Star Wars. It's, like, you know, like, Potterhead. You got Potterheads. You got, um, I can't remember furries. That's associated with, uh, I believe, Care Bears. If I'm not mistaken. I have no idea where where those connect. No, I know there's a word furries is for something. Um, I believe it's for Care Bears. I'm looking up right now. But um, yeah, it is for, I believe, Care Bears. If I'm not mistaken. But it's just. <sighs> I don't, and, then, and then again, I, I'm sorry if I, I'm not saying I offend you, but like, I didn't know if you like, because I thought you were a little more than Harry Potter than we were saying earlier, but I just think like, if you're like, like I said, like if you're into a certain family, you should be proud of it. Like you, like I said, like you clearly are, which is good too. So but that, that goes back to a successful creation of a universe. Right. Because you're so enthralled and amazed by this world, you know, you've, you've discovered mm-hmm. that, you know, it, you incorporate a part of it into your life and into your priorities. So right. when someone notices that, like you're going to feel good. Like even, even if it's a back end a compliment or, um, like teasing, like mm. a part of you is going to be like, you know what? Like they recognize like one of my true joys and passions. Right. See, I think for like star Wars fans like myself, like if someone ever says like, hello, they're like very over and exaggerate. It's a compliment or, um, because I think that's a, I think it actually speaks to the credit of like how great and creative Star Wars and Potter, the Potter world is, um, is like you can't like quote unquote, um, restart it or reboot it. So you can't reboot that. You can reboot Batman. You can reboot Superman. Hell, you can reboot Spider Man. It's been done three mm-hmm. fucking times, but. I mean, MCU, probably not, but I, I mean, eventually. No, no way. Well, no. no, you can't, but eventually, I mean, it could be done. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah, they really yeah. wanted to, it could be done. It would make no freaking sense at all. But then again, with how good they've done already, they probably make it make sense somehow. So, yeah. I just, I mean, yeah, I would definitely love to have you, Faith, when you get like a Potter fandom versus Star Wars fandom versus comic MCU DC fandom. I mean, if it's, I mean, here's the thing. I'm the biggest Batman guy I know, but if it comes up between like MCU or DC mm-hmm. films, I mean, it's I'm I'm not even like I'm waving well, the white films, flag. Film, there's no, there's no, debate. yeah, like it, it, you know, it's bad when literally the only <sighs> I'm just like a dick here. When like anytime someone's like, oh, Avengers movies are the best, and then a DC fan goes, well, the Dark Knight film. You cannot compare the Dark Knight films yeah, to yeah. the MCU films. MCU, I, I do agree. The MCU goes into space. The reason why the Dark Knight films are so great is because it's like, hey, this is what it would be like if Batman was actually a real person and some of his enemies were real. Okay, 
uh, Scarecrow is literally just a psychiatric doctor that literally sprays people in the face with gas. The Joker is a socio-psychopath who paints stuff on his face and kills people. Bane, as the College Humor video says, is a guy jacked up on steroids who straight up broke his back regardless of all of his training in martial arts. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I've missed. Oh God, I remember. I miss those college. I've, I've been watching a lot of those lately. I know you've been talking about it off the air. Like I've missed a lot of those college humor videos. <laughs> Different times, but great still, times. Still incredibly funny. They literally. I know college humor put a video together where it's like an. I think it's like an hour and a half long, kind of like this episode is. Hey now, um, <laughs> but where they put together like a video of like all of the episodes in chronological order of like when they go in like in place and. I've definitely had a few nights where I've sat back and just watched them, and like they're, st- and they're still just as funny. Mm-hmm. That, that, and really quick, I know we're coming out our time here. So, um, if you were to recommend um, one, and again, I definitely want to have you on for Snyder Cut uh, GVK review. Um, I would definitely love. I can. I can actually think GPK. of like. <laughs> sorry, I can. De- that's. I sound like such a douche. That sounds like a douche. Yeah. Like an asshole. <laughs> Godzilla versus like, Kong. Wow. Do you even watch? Bro, who says GVK, dude? Say the whole thing. Do you think like people are gonna hate you because you hate, like Godzilla kaiju's, dude? Um, that sounds even worse than GVK. Sorry. <laughs> I know Joe. Our buddy Joe's listening to this. Sorry, Joe. But regardless of that. Um, I lost my question. <laughs> um, oh, no, 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 I know where I was going. So, like, we're going to do a Snyder Cut review. Definitely a Godzilla versus Khan review without sounding like there, an there asshat. Is there, like, what's the best way? Like, again, I don't think you can do any, like, uh, quote-unquote franchise like you can't do like DC films against the MCU. You can't do. Uh, I think the only things you can honestly do, you can do Star. You can either do Star Wars. You, yeah, it's obviously out of these three. You can do MCU against Potter, Potter against Star Wars, or Star Wars against you know all those three together. I think think like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Like I think like honestly that'd be a good like this bait discussion. You know, not first take where you have someone interrupting somebody every ten seconds and not saying anything that makes any relevant sense to yeah. it, but. I just think I don't know. I think that'd be good. That'd be a good show to do. But um, no, again, other than that, you know, we'll definitely have that discussion. Like I said earlier, um, upcoming shows, definitely gonna do a Snyder Cut review, um, Godzilla versus Khan review. <laughs> That's a mouthful. I feel so, I feel like such an ass for saying GVK. I don't know why I've said. That. I've never called it that either. Yep. It that was. It took me by surprise, and it. it it didn't taste good. Because, I mean, you know I'm a huge Godzilla guy, yeah. and that was bad. I've, I've never heard him say that. I'm pretty disappointed in myself right now. Um, so, yeah, Snyder Review, Godzilla vs. Khan Review. Um, would definitely do, like, a versus review of, like, a certain franchise against another franchise. Um, but other than that, um, Drew, do you have anything you want to, like, promote, announce, or anything you got going on, or Oof. anything to say about uh, yourself? N- nothing to promote. Uh, <laughs> Not not too much is going on right Just now. enjoying life. Yeah, recently moved, so I'm exploring a new city. Actually, so spend a lot of my time and energy. Actually, one more thing to say about that. So, you've only been you've I don't like, I don't get the exact details, but you moved like what two or three months ago. Now we're almost coming up on. Uh yeah. Um, what's the best way to say this without wording it? 
without sounding more of like a douchebag than I did with that GBK comment. Uh, <laughs> are you? Pa- oh yeah. Okay. Here's the best way. Are you past the honeymoon phase of your new location where you're starting to know the things you don't like, but it's like you're. It's like everyday life. You're just like, okay, it is what it is. Um. You know what I mean? I, I don't think I've ever. Maybe like the first week I was in honeymoon phase, but after that gotcha. it was it was gone. Um, but that's because I've I, I've lived in this area before as a kid, mm, right? And I've been able to visit um, some family that live out here um, a couple times before I actually ended up moving. So like it was just kind of like that honeymoon phase of oh I'm in a new city. Gotcha. This is my new home city, mm. and now it's just kind of like okay like oh I I knew about you know the potholes or you know, <laughs> the, the bad traffic or whatever mm-hmm. so i don't know i i for me it's already been kind of adjusted gotcha well other than that again drew and i thank you again for coming on mm-hmm. um, thank we're you for having me of course we'd definitely love to have you on for um you know all those review shows we're gonna do any other shows um we'd definitely love to have you also on for like maybe like a quote-unquote like a th- yeah. uh amusement park thing that i kind of want to do down the road um, oh, okay yeah um also also definitely want to have you potentially our buddy joe on here for like i definitely want to do like a loot box um rant or not ra- i don't want to say rant i want to say like episode like where we discuss like the current gaming community with, oh. like oh joe would love that you know what i mean <laughs> though like i just i think i'm definitely against it but i think you know me, like I'm like I'm in worst trade, but I think like if I'm gonna like critique what's going on with the gaming industry right now, we also need to say like why they're doing it a certain way. Mm-hmm. And which most people don't and I understand why most people don't. But yeah, definitely wanna do that. Um but again, yeah, thank you for coming on. Um again, I wanna thank everyone who joined in on the show today, listened up. Listen wow. I am sound like an <laughs> asset. <laughs> Listen Maybe, uh... to the show. Sorry. I've I mean, Jesus, I've only had oh well, actually no, I've had drink some water. <laughs> I have the drinking water. That's the issue. I mean, I'm on my third IPA, but I've had two things of water. That's why I did. Oh, my Lord. Anyway, yeah, I want to thank everyone who listened to the show today. Um, like I mentioned, again, we have a standard review coming up. Um, I know it is a little past two, but again, I do want every single time to see people go on a podcast, they see standard review because I just think that's way too, quote unquote, trendy or passe or whatever. Um, Godzilla versus Con review coming. Um, other shows like loot boxes, um, maybe amusement park reviews. Um, also, some WrestleMania content coming up with Patrick who will be joining the show. Um, again, if you'd like to have any you know questions or comments for the show, you can follow us at Chuck's Canteen on, on Facebook and Twitter. They're both the exact same handle. Or you can email us at chuckscantina at gmail.com. And again, you can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, CastBox, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Geo7, and as of this week, finally, thank you, Google Podcasts. Um, there are some more upcoming. One in particular, you probably know what it is. Hopefully, it gets approved this week. What the hell? <laughs> That's just, it's just a wrong review process. I got nothing against them. But yeah, again, um, want to you know remind you all, you know, listen freely, drink responsibly. If you've had a few beverages like we have, make sure you get a ride home or possibly take an Uber. Don't get a taxi because they do cost a lot because not many taxis are run anymore. And again, yeah, thank you very much for listening to the show. Remind you, as always, a little help goes a long way. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you.